Welcome back to Golf DMV, the podcast talking about golf in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. LPGA, PGA, all that stuff. Anything golf, we talk about it. Uh, you can find out more about uh, our sponsor, uh, Cache Spawn Sports, at golfdmvpodcast.com. Scroll all the way down to friends uh, and sponsors of the show, and you can get all your information there on Dr. Smith and the wonderful services there for your back and neck needs. Uh, LB, you've gone there several times, correct? Oh, absolutely. She's my... Uh... She's, she's a friend now. She's not even not my doctor anymore. She's just a friend. And see, that's what happens here. Golf DMV, Cache Spine Sports. It's not just about golf and backs and necks. It's about being friends, folks. And we need <laughs> friends in times like these. <laughs> um, we got a lot to talk about. There's, I think, three rounds of golf to talk about. We've got Raspberry Falls. Uh, we've got uh, Timbers of Troy. Um, and we have, where, where was the other one? We just, Lake Presidential. LP, yeah. Presidential. Around to forget. Yeah, well, and, and Lawrence must have forgot. He said he would never play there again, or at least maybe just twice a year. But he was out there, <laughs> and he was in rare Lawrence uh, Brooks form. But we have more on that uh, a little bit later. We've got uh, an update on Bryson DeChambeau, just as he was becoming Burns' guy. Yeah. Um, it, it just shows that no matter how big you get on the outside, if you're a baby on the inside, it comes out to show. <laughs> and he's showing up to be a big baby. By the way, he won – uh, the, the the Rocket Mortgage uh, uh, Tournament. Uh, one good thing about, not one good thing, but one of the fallouts from COVID that actually seems to be positive is that a lot of these tournaments that didn't get a lot of the pros coming there, a lot of these guys are going to a lot of these tournaments. Now, this one had a, had, had a feel a, a less superior than like the Travelers Championship and a few of the other ones earlier. Uh, but they're getting some guys to come out. And so we'll talk about that. We've got a Manny Millions for that as well. And also, Lawrence Brooks breaking down numbers beyond levels considered scientific when it comes to how much it costs <laughs> to, to run a golf course and keep it in good shape. Um, he's doing research, and obviously the people at Malton and Patuxent Greens and, uh, well, <laughs> some of the other places just didn't – renditions. Although I heard renditions is in better shape now, but right. um, didn't care to, to do this research. I'll be doing the research for you, Cross Creek, <laughs> uh, places like that. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to break it. And at times, University of Maryland. Yeah, uh, and yes. they have plenty of money at the University of Maryland, but we'll get into some course slamming and course shaming a little bit later in the show. But we've got rounds to talk about. Uh, let's start with uh, the one from last weekend. You guys played Timbers at Troy. Uh, it was Vern. It was LB. It was who else? Uh, Rick, Rick McCormick. Mm-hmm. Is that Rick it? McCormick, by the way. Rick McCormick, by the way, getting out to play a lot of golf now. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Now that he's free and his uh, children are away from him. He can yes. do. He can do. He can do what he wants. No, but yeah, he has more time. On his no, head the kids are at the house now because schools are closed. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. I mean, they're they're adults. I mean, he's not having to do. Well. The, and, and he and he was okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> so let me back that up. For, so basically, his daughter isn't doing AAU stuff anymore. She's beyond that. He doesn't have to do the the kids sports road travel thing, right? That in right, that's right, right, so, it's, right. so his weekends are back. So that's all right. I'll give him. <laughs> okay, so, okay, gotcha. so okay. we had Rick. We had Rick McCormick out, Vern, uh, yeah, yeah. LB, and who was the fourth? I think it was just the three of us. Yeah, it was just the three. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was yeah, just cool. the three of us. Yeah. At Timbers, Detroit. Here's what's weird about Timbers. So I've always thought Timbers was a, was a good, a cool course to play. It's tough in the fall when the leaves are falling because there's so many trees. Yeah. But mm-hmm. and and well, you know what? To be honest with you, there are a lot of trees, but I think there are, there are several courses with a lot of trees. For some reason, these leaves are just always like in the rough and in the fairway. Right. Maybe they need to get the, the groundskeeper to blow the leaves away. <laughs> but it just seems like there's just leaves everywhere and you can't find your ball half the time. And so anytime I've played it in the fall, it's just been a bad experience because of that. Because you can hit a good shot and then you're looking for it among the leaves and you just can't find it. 
But right. I've always thought the course was fine. I think, Vern, you've always thought that Timbers was, was okay. Yeah, right. yeah, uh, yeah. I like Timbers. Uh, I you know, the occasional slow round in there, here and there, but for the most right. part, well maintained. And I like it because you know, if there's a theme with me for courses, I like elevation changes, hitting over stuff. I like you know, interesting architecture. Mm-hmm. And right, Timbers right. has that. Yeah, Timbers yeah. has that. So, but LB, for some reason, you didn't like it that much. What was the reason before? Uh, I don't remember. It, <laughs> <laughs> I think the one time we played it, I guess a couple of years ago, it wasn't. It wasn't maintained very well either. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of my biggest complaints about it. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, but I think location-wise, I think it fits us because it's kind of between all of us. Right. You know, it's right. not. A, it's not a bad drive for me because it's on the other side of Columbia. So it's you know for me it's probably, you know, a, a thirty, thirty-five minute, forty-minute drive or something like that. And I think it's pretty convenient for Vern as well. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. How convenient is Waverly for you too? That's pretty. It's pretty much the same distance. Yeah, I can just hop up on 70 and go right into, um, actually, that's probably, between my house and Waverly Woods, there's probably two traffic lights. See, there we go. That's, that's it. So, yeah, it's a easy, that's a very easy commute for me. That's more of my love affair with Waverly Woods. So, so Timbers <laughs> is in Howard, Howard County, right? I mean, um, and Howard County has Fairway Hills. I think yeah. they've got right. a, a which few is, which others. Is, hold up. Fairway Hills, which is crap. Right. The last time that we've seen it was garbage. <laughs> um, now, uh, uh, but we'll have more on how they can maintain that course a little bit later in your greenskeeper. Yeah, but Howard County, they, the far as courses, public courses, they really only have Timbers and um, Fairway Hills. The other two courses, I think Hobbits mm-hmm. over there in Columbia, that's private. And wow. Cattail Creek, which is up off of Georgia, is uh, a private club as well. Oh wow! I think okay. I think it's oh the other the other one that might be um, is that nine or is it eighteen or nine the one up on seventy Hollow Hollow Springs okay whatever it's a, it's a, it's a short it's a sh- very it's a short course it's not a very long course I don't okay. think it has any par fives okay. um, but that's the only other Howard County courses that I know of yeah yeah so you guys went up to Timbers of Troy with uh, you you two and and uh, uh Rick McCormick so let's just start with the with the the course Vern how was the course looking course looked great course was in great condition um I was glad to see it that way it didn't play slow like I said like you know occasionally you get a slow one out there moved moved nice and good and uh probably some of the better condition I've seen it which again you know given the late start all the courses had this year mm-hmm. should be should be uh but I don't remember any of the greens being too beat up or, or the fairways or anything like that so it was nice it starts yeah. with that long par five, right downhill. No, that's a four. four. That's a four. It's oh. a four. Yeah, it's very. It's kind of narrow though, because <laughs> the right like side of it. <laughs> <laughs> the right side of it is tree line, so it's all woods yeah. on the right side. Mm-hmm. So you can't. You you just can't go right, or you you, you <laughs> short. Yeah. I see. I parred that hole on the first. I don't think I've. I usually go right and get over in those woods, but to, uh, the other day I actually parred that first hole. So I was feeling. I was feeling really good about myself for the first hole. <laughs> nice. And so the rest of your round, how was that? I, f- I forget, honestly, um, because we played three and I lost track of my – I don't have my scorecard with me. <laughs> but I think – Vern might remember, because I, I know one place you shot 92 or one or something, and I shot like 92. That was Raspberry. Right? That was Raspberry? Okay, I can't remember where that was. Yeah. I don't know what I did at – okay, I don't remember what I did at Troy. I don't think it was good. <laughs> Yeah, that was before my lesson with Brenda, though, wasn't it? It was. It was. Yes. Yes, yeah. I probably stunk. Yeah. So now, did you yeah, did you schedule a lesson with Brendan because of Timbers, or did you already have one in the, in the schedule? 
Well, we were, where were we? It must have been Timbers. Because somewhere we were playing, and I booked the lesson while we were playing. It was Timbers. It was Timbers. It was Timbers, yep. Yeah. There we go, yep. Okay. So we don't, yeah, we, don't, I, we don't need to hear how the rest of the round went for you then, because he just he, yeah, he booked, <laughs> the, booked the lesson right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vern, so what about you? How'd the round go? Uh, Good, good. I shot 85. So Nice. Yeah, so it was the round went well. Um. <clears throat> Theme sort of continued from last week to this week, where basically the driver was doing. I'm like, I'm hitting a lot of fairways now, which is making it easier. It's taking a lot of pressure off of like, you know, penalties and stuff like that. So that was the story this round. Basically, landed a lot of fairways and was either on and two. And so it's been like the driver and the putting. So, like, if I can get mm-hmm. near the hole, I can two putt. <laughs> and if I can like stay in the fairway and not have the ball lost, then I can mm-hmm. hack it. Um, I can hack it wherever I need to go. So it was basically What's interesting too. And I don't know if you you've noticed this, LB. Burns' driver has been on. Like it's been yeah. money as of late. Yep. Um. Yep. And and your long irons, to be honest with you. Your yeah, just, just the long ones, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not the one. Not the ones that count. Like the five iron. It was the same at Timbers. Like the five iron and the six were like straight. And then uh, but, but the short the short irons were a little bit better too. And uh, yeah, it was just kind of like a, a, I chipped in for birdie once, and you know a lot a couple up and downs, and then the rest were just just two fights. Just like like we say about Aaron all the time, it'll be just keeping the ball in front of you, mm-hmm. playable. Yeah. And then if you can, you know, I, I have enough short game now where if I get around the greens, I can. I can make it work or whatever. So that was a good round for me. It was a good day. Nice. And how about our buddy Rick? Uh, well, you know, so. He's he struggling. Also, yeah. He's really struggling. He needs yeah. to take lessons. He, he, really, he really needs some lessons. He does. And uh, I, I mentioned to him that Brendan was available, and he asked, you know, of course, how much it was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> first question. <laughs> yeah, that was the first question. But yeah, he really needs to take some lessons because he's, he's yanking everything left. I mean, mm-hmm. just straight into the woods. Um <laughs> So he he needs to he needs to work on that. Yeah, I told I told I told because Glenn asked how the how the because you know I know we'll get to it, but we we played yesterday LP and Glenn asked how that went, and I said I said man I feel like you and Rick are going in opposite directions, bro. I said, he going he going back, you know he going up, yep. and I, I told and Rick said he tell he texted me and he's like yeah you know I'm going to the driving range now, which he never did even when he was playing back right. um, you know a few years ago. So he's in the mindset to practice, but I think like LB said probably just would benefit from like a, a, a lesson and a reset. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just kind of because we all need that from time to time. So, Timbers, would you guys recommend that to the DMV community? Anybody traveling to the DMV to you know check it out if they got a moment? Yes. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. Now, how would you describe the course though? Because I'm trying to remember there are a few holes that I do remember. Does it play like a Waverly Woods, like we saw last last week, where you got to kind of place your shots? Or well, yes and no. I mean, yeah. Every every you know most holes have have uh, you know little strategy to them, but for the most part, they don't. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, I mean, a lot of them are just, you know, straight and, you know, don't go in the bunker type things. Okay. <laughs> so what you see is what you get it's right in front of you? A little in most tight? Case, in most I, cases. I remember it being a little tight. Is that course kind of tight, too? or In, in some places, yes. Like yes. hole number three, that par four, where you got to hit over the crap and it's tight. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a very long, well, at least in my opinion, has a small landing area on your for your tee shot. Um and I'm trying to think of some other ones. Yeah, I would describe it as like a like an LP light in terms of the shot placement. Like you're okay. not gonna okay. like you're not. It's not like oh, you had a bad shot. That's already three strokes. You can sort of recover, yeah. but it's not like Needwood where it's just like oh, just hit it. 
So medium. So like so like medium level. But it does play, but I like but you do have elevation changes, like in terms you of do. like you know the T box and stuff like that. On in some spots, like, like isn't that whole isn't that whole number two that that, that you hit that, is, I, that might be a par five. That's a par five. Yeah, it is. Up it up is. Heel, long uphill yeah. off the yep. T shot and then, then, then goes down to left. left. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's that, that hole reminds me of hole number one at Little Bennett a little bit. Yeah, it puts me in the mind of it because of the uphill tee shot. Exactly. Yeah, uphill par five. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Both Sorry. give me fits. Although the last time we were at Little Bennett, I parred that hole. No, see. Um, yeah, well, so yeah, we'll see how that. <laughs> I won't talk about the rest of the round, but <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So good. So we we would we would suggest Timbers a tour. Yeah, go to Timbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, if you hadn't yeah. been in a while, check it out. Okay, cool. So then. Um, follow that up with the next weekend. Um, there was Raspberry Falls, and yeah. there was um, I keep forgetting Lake Presidential. Little, mm-hmm. um, Lake I was yeah. going to play Raspberry, but I text early in the week and said, "Hey guys, not feeling too well." Um, it wasn't a COVID situation because I, I immediately got back to text. <laughs> just verifying that it wasn't COVID. Like, no, 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 because you got to be sure nowadays. No, it was it wasn't COVID. I think it was like the dehydration dehydration situation. It was, you know, just listen. There's some there's some some some, some uh, situations you don't want to take on the course, and stomach issues are, are one of them. Oh, don't want to be caught out there with any stomach issues. You don't you don't want a Rick McCormick situation. No, precisely. <laughs> and so I said. I'm gonna be out for Saturday just to make sure I'm good for Sunday. And so, uh, but you guys went to Raspberry uh, Falls. Who now? Who played that one with you guys? Uh, that was me, Glenn, uh, LB, and old uh, old coach Rodney Rodney Ward. My guy. Yes. <laughs> so no no track suit this time. Track shorts. <laughs> yeah, the longer shorts. Well, it was ninety five degrees. It was ninety five degrees. No uh-huh. Now, did, were there any outbursts and throwing of clubs and just random just? You know, uh no okay. no there he was surprisingly upbeat for for how he was playing um <laughs> yeah, yeah that's had, right yeah yeah, he, he yeah a, i didn't see any temper tantrums that no, i saw he, he had, he had <laughs> yeah he had a rough day and he told me you know he's like i, I keep asking him every time he hits with us I was like have you hit between you know when you last played with us or a bit to the rate he's like nope the times i get are when you text me so, right. and, and, it, and, and it, it definitely shows he's not you know and you know, i'm not I'm not talking bad on my friend i love i love coach that's my oh, guy of course it's all love uh-huh. it's, oh that's my guy and he's he's back at his height like when we were playing when i was like learning how to play the game years ago you know he was shooting in like low 90s 80s on the regular so this is just a you know atrophy thing right like he's been out of the game he's been doing coaching and some housework and stuff like that. So he said he's trying to get back into it like everybody else. So, you know, a little bit of a slow start. But yeah, yeah. all four of us were out there, yeah. <laughs> nice. And so uh, Raspberry Falls, uh, LB played there a while back and had, you know, rave reviews about it. Vern didn't live up to your expectations based on what Lawrence said. If you were Golf DMV listening and heard Lawrence talking about it, would right. you have been impressed? Or did um, he let our listeners down? No, no but- yeah. No, I, I would have been impressed. <laughs> No, no, he 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 didn't. He didn't. I, I would have been impressed. It's very nice. It is a very nice course. Uh, I can I'll go ahead and toss Glenn's comment in here. He said the same thing. He said this is Leesburg, right? Yeah, Leesburg. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Glenn said he thought it was worth every bit of a, you know 105 or whatever it was, and then he would also come back out and and play the course. So it it is. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it's good. Okay, it's so good. how do our rounds go? We'll start with Lawrence. Uh, I had 92, which was disappointing because they, you know how you always. You always leave some shots there, you mm-hmm. know, a few lo- a couple lost balls, you know, stupid stuff like that, and, and your score is – yeah, I caught myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> For those um, listening on uh, Federal News Network. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, because it really should have been like an 87-type round. Yep. 
mm-hmm. you know, but it's just the little stupid stuff. Like, you know, you're in, you're in the rough and, you, you you know, instead of hitting the ball, you fit, try to finesse it and it goes two feet instead of six, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. You call, know that I mean? the, call, call that the Vernon. That's, that's my, <laughs> my regular. Yeah. So all in all, it was a good round. It, but like I say, it was it was just, and that's why we I was we thought and I was talking earlier about how my well, we was talking about LP the next day. Mm-hmm. I was so hot. <laughs> we got done. I just sat in the car and turned the air conditioner on before I left the parking lot. I just sat there for five minutes and just <laughs> let the air conditioner just you know <laughs> wash over me because I was so. And so hot after Raspberry Falls. Yes, yes, okay. it, it okay. was every bit of ninety. When I got in the car, I know that thing is off, but it say like one hundred and three. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Because that's how, that's just how hot it, how hot and humid it was. So uh, it took a lot out of me. When I got home, I didn't. Do, I mean, I didn't do anything the rest of the day. I took a nap. Yeah, and, and you know, I went to bed again at like nine o'clock that evening. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> I was just I was just done. Right, right. So, Vern, so your round, how did it go? Uh, about the same as LB's, 90, I think one stroke better at 91. Um, <clears throat> same same thing, left left mm-hmm. a lot of shots out there. Could have been way better. I will say, and again, I feel like I'm, ah, this is not arrogant. Uh, so we're, uh, uh, let, me, let, me rewind, <laughs> let me let me let me rewind. I just want to, because I have to frame this quickly. You didn't, I'm, did you play with us at Stonewall, Claude? I don't think you did. I did not. I that was did me, not. That was no, me. No. That was me, Aaron, uh, uh, LB, and, and Glenn. Glenn. Stonewall's yeah. another one that's like about a hundo, and it's supposed to be like you go out there and it's really nice. Mm-hmm. I would say, like, for price, mm-hmm. definitely go to Raspberry. Stonewall, it is, it is nice. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm doing a re-review here. I'm just doing it for comparison. Yeah. Stonewall is nice, but it's, it is kind it of like, you, right. you, you, don't, you don't remember anything. It's one of those courses oh, okay. where you leave, you're like, wait, was whole seven and whole six and one? No, don't remember. Raspberry, I remember. So, uh, raspberry, good round. Left a lot of shots out there. Um, easier course. That's why I framed that up. I, 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 I don't – well, not easy, but just I, – I, like, I expected to go there and be like, oh, man, I'm, I'm going to get my bleep kicked today or whatever. <laughs> but, but, not, but not really. Not really. If you can place your shots – and a little, yeah. not, not on, like, Blue Mash. You know, if it's fair. If you can place your shots and keep it relatively under control, mm-hmm. you, can do, you can do well there. A little bit of length maybe, but that's about it. But it is beautiful. It is a nice course, and you should go play it. Yeah. Nice, nice. And, and um, you know, it's funny because just, like, looking at, at, at both of, you know, your games, you guys are definitely – like, it's definitely two or three holes that kind of derail things for you guys from being low 80s, mid 80s every single round. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. I mean, whether, it's, you know, the, the driver will be on point and then maybe an approach shot or a chip, you know what I mean, or, or a putt. And, um, and and so it's it. I don't mean to sound like Tiger or Jordan Spieth, but it's like you guys are right there. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you guys are so close, literally, to every round being low eighties. You know what I mean? Mid eighties. And so, um, uh, uh, and then we're going to move back to another tee box. But anyway, um, <laughs> although you guys have the distance to do that, though, it's me. I don't. But um, so then Lake Presidential is the next day. Um, this is the one that I can come to. Now I get there. <laughs> I get up. I leave the house around 6.30 thinking, okay, I got to get there super early because uh, I, I just want to kind of hit the range a little bit, chip and putt some. Um, so I'll pull up, and it's a, it's right around 7 o'clock. I think the tee time is 7.20 because earlier it was, but I obviously missed or forgot about a text message. I do remember Vern sending. He sent a text message saying, hey, I had to move the time to 8.24. Right. I just disregarded it. Uh, again, I was a little sick earlier in the week. You know? Yeah, you're busy. And so, and, so I, and so I get there, 
And I'm checking with the guy. I get to the to the pro shop and I'm checking in. And the guy says, yeah, I don't have a brown at 720 or 724 at, 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 at that time. And I'm thinking, oh, man, they did LP yesterday. It's raspberry oh. today. <laughs> so anyway, I'm like, oh, man, let me let me check with my guys. And he says, well, I do have a Vernon Brown. So that's what he said. But that's not till 824. I was like, oh, well, uh, <laughs> uh, I better make it a lot. <laughs> So, <laughs> I go out, man, and I start the which 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 might be I'm, out of all the rounds we played this year, not including Orlando because we were all together. This might be only the second or maybe the third time that I actually hit balls before a round this season. Wow! Um, and wow. I just show up either super hot or just not with enough time to hit any, <laughs> hit any balls. So anyway, um, uh, 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 look over at the range. You guys are there. Uh, uh, Rick pulls in. We get ready to go putting on the green on the practice green i jumped back into the clubhouse real quick went to the restroom because you know had a situation earlier in the week and so <laughs> it makes sure i'm straight for the eight bills. and so I'll go back in there and then my phone starts ringing I'm like, oh they must be ready for <laughs> so we get to the first tee and um and and you know again lake presidential uh man when this when that thing's in good shape you know it's the best it's the best course in the county and i'm including woodmore you know what i mean it's it, to, to me it's it's when it's in when it's in great shape yeah, it's better than Woodmore. I mean, it's it's a long course. Uh, it, it's funny because after we played the front nine, uh, I said to you guys, it was Vern, LB, myself, and Rick. I said to you guys, I was like, it feels like we've already played eighteen. For some, yes. it could have been the combination of the heat, the heat, yeah. the, the length of the course, and things got real serious around the gauntlet. Everyone was just trying to keep it together then, and we'll talk about that. But first, LB, you 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 said you didn't want to play this course anymore. Um, right. And here we were back in like presidential. What did you well, think? Why were well, you back? Well, I was back because basically because Vern had come our way, well, my way, the last few rounds to play out here in Montgomery County or, you know, mm-hmm. in this general direction. Let me say it that way. So he deserved a home a home field. You know, he could sleep in a little bit and uh, not have to travel. So that's the main reason I was like, fine, we'll, we can play. You know, I, I would have preferred to have played Enterprise or Oak Creek yeah. over okay. LP, right. but he couldn't, but, but LP had times available yeah. and the other two courses didn't. There's a reason. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that's, yeah, that's how we ended up there. For 4th of July, didn't seem to be packed. I mean, no. it seemed to be a regular kind of Saturday. Because everybody would have a good time, Claude. That's all. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and so we, yeah. we, we get there. Everybody knows the struggle at LP. Everybody knows about the gauntlet. And it's so so the guy tells us, you know, where you guys t- where you guys hit from. He said, oh, the whites. He said, okay, well, here's the deal. He said, here's what we do here. <laughs> he said, we play from the whites, but when we get to five, six, seven, and eight, we play from the gray. And so we all kind of laughed and said, the gauntlet. Said, oh yeah, you guys know about the gauntlet. We were like, yeah. yeah. And so that's what we did. We played from the whites, but then we played from the gray. And it really wasn't that much of a difference, to be honest with you, from the whites. No. The Except on that one hole. Seven. One of them whole, whole seven was like a seven. good, a good yeah. 25 yards, yeah. But yeah. yeah. And so we get there. Vern, by the way, played the gauntlet. Like, I, this might have been, was it the best that you played that stretch of holes? Probably ever. Probably. Gotta be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it has to be. I, I've never had I've never had two pars uh, on the I've never had two pars on the gauntlet before. Or whatever. It was and, ridiculous. Yeah, and, I and, mean, it was great to watch. I mean, not ridiculous. Like like you can't do it. Like I mean, but it was it was the the level of focus that that was was on display for right. those four holes. 
and we talked about it, and we could, and maybe we should jump into this a little bit later in the show, but we can talk about it now. Like the the, I, how's that for a broadcaster? We can talk about this later, or we can talk about it now. <laughs> it's up to like, you, bro. Yeah, well, it's one of the, it's one of the other. So, so anyway, <laughs> um, the level of focus that you guys had uh, that we that we, we tried to have for those four polls uh, led us into this conversation about how hard it is to stay focused mm. for an entire round of golf for yes. every single shot. And you watch these guys on tour. And just the level of focus for every single shot at every single hole, and just the thought—I mean, that's a hard thing to do. And I—and I don't know if I've ever been focused to that extent for an entire eighteen holes. What about I never, you? I, I never have. I, I know no. I haven't. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. how about you? Can't, it can't be done. <laughs> it can't be. I mean, it really can't. It's hard to between every shot. I mean, you—you you know, you you checking your phone to see who's texting you. You know, what I mean, you got you know. Yeah, the I bugs was in your ears, you, right? You're having a good time. You you might be drinking. Well, mm-hmm. I might I might be drinking. <laughs> um, so it's hard to really just stay focused over every shot. And like I was saying earlier, where you know you got a shot that's relatively in your mind is just a little chip out of the rough. Mm-hmm. You know, man, I'm not gonna go into do anything crazy here. Right. And and you hit it two feet. Right. You know, and <laughs> you, you know what I mean. And you, so it's I don't know for other people, but for me, I have not. I have not been able to stay focused over every shot, over every round, even when it comes to putts. You know, I try and take my time. I try and, you know, go through the same routine all the time. Right. But even that, you know, it's, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I give the guys credit because, I mean, they're, again, I, I'll play two rounds in a cart and I was done for the whole weekend. Yeah. You know, they played four rounds, had to walk all of it in yeah. the ninety degree weather yeah. and and stay focused, you know, and all that other stuff that's got it that's going on in and their lives. The 60s. <laughs> right. And sh- exactly. So yeah, yeah I give them in like the saying go, golf is hard. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I, and you, uh, you know it, man, because this is what we talked about on the course, right? Where I where I told I you know, I mentioned the Claude that so Glenn had mentioned it to me some time ago where he was like, yeah, it's hard for me to stay locked in for the whole 18. And I kind of, I heard him, but I was like, oh yeah, as a new golfer, I guess, you know, you check out after a while. But then I thought about myself and I realized, I don't think, I don't think I've ever focused on every single shot mm-hmm. with the same intensity. So to answer your question, right. no, I've ne- and that's after, after that, after I had that realization, after Glenn made that, that observation, I was like, damn, I wonder what that's like. And so when you said um, appropriately at, at nine, it feels like we played 18 particularly through those four holes, that four hole stretch, five, six, seven, and eight. Uh, that's because on every single shot, I was refocusing. I can do all the other stuff. I can like check out, get in the cart, smoke a cigar, blah, 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 whoop, whoop. And then when I get back over the shot, I can lock back in. But I, right. I, I noticed the only reason I know I wasn't doing it is because when I started doing it, I was like, man, this is a lot. Like this yeah. really takes mm-hmm. mental effort to slow down, stop, hit the single shot. Oh, look, it worked out. Cool. Now you have to do it again. And like LB said, (laughs) what will end up happening is eventually, even if if they go, if you do it well four times in a row, at some point, you're going to let your guard down just a little bit. Like you said, just like, like, oh, this is, or this is a hundred yard wedge. I hit these all the time. And you know, you do the motions, but you're not, Mm -hmm. you're not locked in and it Mm -hmm. you chunk it and it goes 60 yards. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, yeah. Credit to those guys. And it is, it is draining. It's more mentally taxing than I thought to really, really, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't know if it's biomechanics or whatever. Whatever goes into like the the uh, what is it the the motor skill of mm-hmm. swinging a golf club really focused. Uh, it, it does drain you, especially in hundred degree, yeah. degree weather, whatever. So yeah, it took everything I had not to put a, a fourteen over up on the on the on the gauntlet. 
but you ended up having two cars on the gauntlet yeah uh, that fourth stretch and that was i mean that was that was great to see man i mean i was i was cheering for you so glad you would do that now we i did have to send a text late uh saturday night to check on lb because lb i mean you see speaking of drain he was like you seemed wiped out man from those two rounds and the heat i mean like not literally not getting out the cart until it's time to hit the ball and just like sitting there, I was legit concerned for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, it, at one point I sat there because I it wasn't any shade on the on the tee box, and I thought to myself, let's see, I can sit here in the shade or I can go over <laughs> there and stand and wait for three guys to hit. You know what I mean? <laughs> in the sun. So I right. decided, you know what? I think it makes more sense to sit right here, which is what I started doing. Um, yeah. But yeah, it it was just I I drank so I'm I'm not a I need to drink more water. But this weekend, made I had no choice but to drink water. Yeah, my body was de- was demanding it. Um, so, yeah, I think I know I drank at least five bottles that day on the on the course. Wow. Um, yeah. And yeah, I don't I, I don't I don't put down water like that normally. Yeah, I had four I had four Gatorades and didn't didn't use the restroom one time. So it was right. it's, that, it's, it's it's max heat out there. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I had yeah I had three Gatorades and surprisingly didn't use the restroom once, given the yeah. week that I had. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> coming up after the break, folks, we got PGA stuff uh, coming up. We've got a Bryson DeChambeau update. Uh, yeah, it's 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 bad. And <laughs> LB want to break down how much it takes and how much it costs to uh, keep your courses in good shape. Coming up next on Golf DMV. All right, welcome back to Golf DMV, uh, brought to you in part by Cash A Spine Sports. Go to GolfDMVPodcast.com. Scroll down to the sponsors and friends of the show, and you can get all the information you need right there on uh, Dr. Smith and her practices. Check her out, folks. And also, check out Brennan Horton at Only Golf Park. He won't give you a discount, but if you, if you tell him about us enough, then maybe he'll do something like that, and he'll start paying the show for us talking about it. Um, and by the way, yeah, Rick McCormick's going there, right? He said he needed a lesson. He was well, well, he he needs to go see Brendan. <laughs> whether whether he 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 fork, forks up the seventy dollars and goes is another question. <laughs> yeah, he told me in the car. <laughs> I was there. Look, I'm gonna to have to go ahead and drop that seventy. Go ahead and drop that seventy. <laughs> Man, one round, it's one round of golf, bro. Come yeah, on. don't do that. Yeah. Just, just yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so we got a lot to talk about in the second half of the show. Um, uh, let's let's jump into uh, PGA stuff. Um, Justin Johnson wins the Travelers Championship, um, uh, and Bryce. And, and I think this makes it twelve years in a row, maybe eleven years in a row, where he has at least one year. Yeah, well, I think it's I twelve. Think every, yeah, I think every year that he's been a pro, he has a win on tour, yeah. which is yep. remarkable, mm-hmm. given the fact that people like Webb Simpson, you know, Ricky Fowler, even I don't. I, I got to see how many wins like Justin Thomas have, but twelve is a lot. Um, you know, on tour. Yeah, consecutive mm-hmm. years. And so, um, so shout out to DJ for that win. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau wins the Rocket Mortgage Classic. We've had a Bryson DeChambeau update. We'll yep. talk about that a little bit later. LB, these Manny Millions, uh, this Manny Millions situation, you, got, you have one for both of these tournaments? Yeah, so I have, um, yes, I have the, the Corn Ferry as well as the PGA for the last two weeks. Okay. Um, but the Corn Ferry for this week, I didn't do because it was, it was a three-way tie for last place. <laughs> so I can tell you, I can tell you the names, but I didn't do the research to, to, honestly, no, I, just, I just, honestly, people, I just didn't have time. 
cool. Well, let's jump into the Travelers. All right. Uh, Travelers from last week. So, D, like uh, Claude just said, DJ won uh, first place at, at 19 under. He won $1.3 million. Uh, just quickly, people who missed how much the cut. Of that did he, how much of that did he blow on drugs? No, no. Anyway. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Sideswiping DJ. Okay. Because I think I did send y'all that picture of DJ on the, on the boat with, he was, with his he lady. Paulina, he, with yes. Paulina Gretzky. Yeah, Gretzky. Yeah. 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 And, uh, he was smoking something, but we could, I couldn't tell if it was a cigarette or if it was a joint. But <laughs> reckless, okay. reckless speculation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So people who missed the cut at minus four was Bubba Watson. Tony Finau, Matt Wolf, Gary wow. Woodland, Justin mm-hmm. Rose, Justin Thomas, mm-hmm. BJ Singh again, and Colin Morikawa, who I was that's that's I'm, I'm usually rooting for that guy. He's I like him. He's got pretty VJ still out here doing it, huh? Yeah, well, he's All out right. there. He ain't making no cuts. because <laughs> um, I think this is the second week in a row he missed a cut or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um okay, so the Manny Millions for the travelers from last week was Mr. Luke Donald. Uh he oh. finished that. Yeah, he finished he was at plus a former six. number one player in the world at one point. Yeah, yeah. Um, he won uh, $15,466. <laughs> uh, Luke Stats, he's five foot nine, 165, 42 years old. He's mm-hmm. married to uh, Miss Lay's uh, wife's name is Diane. He has three rugrats. He is a Northwestern University graduate, oh. 2001, with a art theory and practice degree. Mm. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's originally from uh, England, Hampstead, England. He currently resides in the golf capital of the United States, which is? Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Jupiter, Florida. Thank Florida. you. Sorry. Not, not the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Jupiter, the city, not the planet. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, so here we go. Um, y'all ready to do his uh, career earnings? Yeah. Luke, he has. He got some money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I didn't write down his year he turned pro. I apologize. Don't worry about but it. But here's the numbers, though. He has five wins. Mm-hmm. Only five wins. You see, yep. but you see what I'm saying yep. with this whole DJ thing with DJ getting all these wins like in like a consecutive mm-hmm. season? Like Luke Donald, who previously was a number one golfer in the world at one point, and I believe has won a major, he only had five wins on tour. I, that yep. does surprise me because I, I remember Good. I got right. into golf when Luke was hot. And I just yeah, me assume too. that he had like 10, 12, five. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Five wins. Yep. yep. Uh, I was just looking at something else here. going to throw my numbers off now. I thought he won more than that. <laughs> okay. Uh, he has five wins, 16 second places, okay. 11 third places, yeah, see. 79 top tens. See, that's the money right there. That's the money. 79 top tens. He, uh, out of 357 events, he made 263 cuts. Mm-hmm. Oof. What is his what is his career earnings? His career earnings. Okay. All right. So uh seventy nine top ten. That's where it's gonna be the five wins. Um I'm gonna go I'm gonna call it thirty seven. Thirty seven okay. mil, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go under that by a little. I'm gonna go twenty five mil. So Something is going on here because Vern is getting like too close to my numbers. Something is, <laughs> something is. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying he's cheating. I'm just saying. You can see me on the Zoom, Joe. <laughs> well, that don't mean you could have looked earlier. I'm just saying. No, no. no. Because the, okay, here's the number I have written down. Okay. He said, he said, Vern said 37. Yeah. But uh-huh. I have written, but I have written down in my official golf DMV notebook. 
<laughs> it's thirty six point four million. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! I'm just saying. Burns I'm good. just saying. Burns I gamble. A- I gamble a lot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. All right. Well, then there's that one. Uh, <laughs> I continue my losing ways. Yeah, um, let's move, moving on, as I said. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> um, okay, uh, let's. Oh, just a little bit about Luke Donald. He has a wine collection similar to uh, what's the gay uh, guy, uh, Shark. Uh, okay. Oh, Greg, Greg Norman. Greg Norman. Yeah. yeah. So he has a he has a, a vineyard or a, a, a out, of Na- out of Napa Valley. He has a he started in two thousand eight. Um, I read some reviews actually. They, they, he got pretty good reviews for his uh, his uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, his winery. What is the? What do you call them? You don't the say vineyard? flavors. Vineyards or the of varietals. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah, thank okay. you. That word. Anyone is that? No, it's not flavors, but it's something yeah. like that. Burn knows the same stuff, thing. Burn knows Brown. Is bougie Brown. No, Burn knows a lot of stuff about a lot of different things. Whether it's coffee, whether it's I mean, Burn's got his thing going on. He yeah. dives deep into stuff. I like it. Okay. All right. All right. Moving on. Corn Ferry from last week. They were in. At the Utah Championship by uh, Zion's Bank, uh, the winner was Mr. Matt Jones, who won at minus 20. He birdied uh, the second playoff hole to beat uh, Daniel Summerhays and Paul Haley the second. Summerhays uh, and Summerhays and um, gosh, the guy you just mentioned. No, 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 Paul no, Haley. The, no, the winner, Kyle um, Jones. Yeah, uh, I feel like they are. It's definitely Summerhays. I feel like they 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 played PGA events. Anyway. Well, I'm pretty sure they have. Most yeah. of them have. They just they just keep going back and forth. Um, I'm looking up Kyle right now to see if I if he's close here to my, right. That's the one thing about doing this virtually. I have access to my computer, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's not in this one right here. So I'm, I'm gonna move on. Okay. Um, yeah, he's not there. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so that was his first career win uh, for Mr. Uh, Kyle Jones. Our, our friend Tommy Two Glove Sixty Dollar uh, Ganey was in this mm-hmm. tournament. He finished at minus eleven. He won uh, two thousand uh, seven hundred dollars. Oh, and mm-hmm. by the way, Mr. Mm-hmm. Jones won for first place one hundred and seventeen thousand dollars for first place. Okay. okay so the Manny Millions for uh, the Corn Ferry Tour at the Utah Championship last week was Brad. Hopfinger, he uh, finished at minus two. He won two thousand four hundred and seventy dollars. He is single, six foot three hundred ninety pounds, thirty one years old, a graduate of the University of Iowa in two hundred two thousand eleven, with a business administration degree. Uh, he currently currently lives and plays out of Chicago. Okay, here we go for his uh his career earnings. Uh, he went pro in twenty eleven, but he you know he, he's bobbing around between some of the uh different tours the lower lower tier tours so he has zero wins zero second places and zero third places he has three top tens out of 81 events he's made 42 cuts okay wow and this is corn ferry remember Mm -hmm. that (laughs) all right so i'm gonna say he has made ah man eighty-five thousand dollars in winnings okay uh, I'm gonna go 122. Okay, 212, 212,000 dollars. Good night. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the only little interesting tidbit about him was he was scheduled to be married on June 6th, 
and it got canceled because of the Rona. I'm a, well, let me rephrase it. I am assuming it was canceled <laughs> because of the Rona. Yeah. yeah. Because they didn't really say why it was canceled. I went to his Instagram page, <laughs> and they 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 showed that he his, his wedding was canceled, but they didn't they didn't never say why. Right. And I'll just say this: everyone's wedding who's been has been affected by coronavirus. None of them have said it's been canceled. They've all said postponed, rescheduled, or they right. did it anyway, and they're going to have a bigger reception later. No one has considered their stuff canceled because of corona. And so this leads me to believe that this has nothing to do with coronavirus. Yes. Well, I had this same conversation today with my wife because a friend of ours, they were getting married in April or something. And, of course, the corona came, so they got they pushed it to September. Mm-hmm. And then she told me today that September has been – she told me cancel. And I asked the same question that you just said, Chloe. I said, well, is it canceled or is it rescheduled? And she's like, huh, I don't know. I was like, yeah, because that's two different things. Canceled is you're canceled. Is canceled. Yeah, yeah. Rescheduled is we're still doing this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Second thought, I think uh, think we're good. Yeah, yeah. We've been getting along fine. Why do we need to bring the government into this? Yeah, yeah. And all these binding contracts and things. Exactly, exactly. All right, so that's the it for Corn Ferry. And for last week, before last, I guess, uh, we'll move to the Rocket Mortgage uh, here pretty quickly. Uh, Last place for the Rocket Mortgage was Harry Higgs, H-I-G-G-S. Never heard of him. Uh, he finished at plus two. He won $15,375. He's six foot two, 235 pounds, 28 years old, and he's Big single. Guy. Yeah. Originally uh, from Camden, New Jersey. He graduated from Southern Methodist University with a sports management degree. Okay. okay. All right, here we go. Uh, Harry Higgs. He turned pro in 2014. He played in the Corn Ferry Tour and some of the other tours as well. But okay. this is his uh, official numbers. He has zero wins. Mm-hmm. He has one second place, zero third places, and uh, two top tens. Out of 18 events, oh. he's made 13 cuts. Oh, wow. Okay. But, yeah. What is his career earnings? Uh, I'm going to go... Two ten. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say a quarter mil, but um, I'm gonna back that down to to about one eighty. Okay. Now both of you are really, really low on this one, and I don't know unless this, <laughs> unless unless this. I mean, I'm looking at it now. This is career earnings. I'm looking at it right on a Google machine here, and it says nine hundred and eighty four thousand dollars really yes yeah, he had fewer wins than my uh, yeah that's wild yeah huh. but, if they are, but, Cor- right, but if these are right but no this is pga did i miss them oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah this is the rocket mortgage from the yeah, from, the, from today weekend. from today yeah, yeah yeah right yeah 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 this yeah this guy is uh he's a pga player um, but still, that's a lot of money out of 13 events. That's the, I think that's what got me. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, he hasn't oh, made well, that. Oh, I won. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got this one. Um, anything else we need to know about this guy before we move on to the next? <laughs> uh, yeah, the only – yeah, nothing really. But I think what really pushed him up was that second that second place win. I mean, the yeah. second place finish. A second Must place have. finish in a PGA event, PGA event is usually half a million dollars right yeah, off the brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's got to be I what think, it is. Yeah, I think that's what turned him what, – what made him – made his number go up as far as his personal life there was really nothing interesting about him 
Uh, I'm looking now. He he had an opportunity to play golf with President George W. Bush at Preston uh, Preston Trail Golf Club in Dallas. If that means anything to anybody. Um, oh, he was a uh, college teammate at SMU with Mr. Bryson Butterbean DeChambeau. Oh, oh what a great segue. What a great yeah. segue. <laughs> let's talk yeah, about his. I played it that way. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about his college roommate, <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, he wins the, market, the, uh, the, the Rocket Mortgage uh, Classic, but uh, in news for other reasons, um, number one, he bulked up big time during the offseason yep. and uh, just before the corona break. And he comes out and, you know, he's just this big, tall, you know, guy, right? And then they go on Corona break and he comes back and he might not have been lifting as much as he was doing before because he came back a little <laughs> fudgy, yeah. still big and strong. And so he's driving it a long way, but he's making news here on Golf DMV for another reason, not for winning the tournament, not for driving the ball almost 400 yards every single time he hits it with the driver, <laughs> but because he feels a little uh, uh, sensitive about the television cameras following him in his vulnerable moments. Yes. And more from the sensitivity <laughs> couch, we'll go to our correspondent, Vernon Brown. Yes, Vernon, yes. what's going on with this? From, sensi- from the sensitivity couch. Listen, guys, nobody wants to be, <laughs> nobody wants to be vulnerable playing in a high-strung competition like the PGA or whatever. We don't want to be seen in our worst stuff. No, so basically, Bryson uh, – Bryson has some comments. I'm going to share with you in a second. But I guess uh, in the third round, so Saturday, um, he hit a poor bunker shot out of hole number seven. And like everyone is prone to do, he had a poor reaction, threw his club into the ground. I think maybe he swore or something. And the cameraman caught it. And, of course, you know, we're, we need ratings. This makes good TV. Mm-hmm. So the cameraman started following around. So the quote so – <laughs> so, so then there was an exchange between Bryson and this cameraman, which we don't have what they said. But right. uh, here's, here's what Bryson said about it. Quote, he was literally watching me the whole, the, the whole entire way – uh, up after getting out of the bunker, walking up next to the green. And I was just like, sir, what does it need to watch me that long? Um, I mean, it's so I, funny to me because he's, he's saying, uh, like he knows he's on television and he's complaining about a cameraman following him. And, 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 and he acknowledges that himself to finish the quote. He says, uh, I mean, I understand it's my job to video me, but at the same point, I think we need to start protecting our players out here compared to showing potentially vulnerable and hurting someone's image. I just don't think that's necessarily the right thing to do. Uh, and then he, he finished that after the round and talked about it again, quote, uh, as much as we're out here performing, I think it's necessary that we have our times of privacy as well as as well when things aren't going our way. I mean, we're in the spotlight, but if somebody else is in the spotlight, they wouldn't want that either. Um, yeah, so basically he's he's upset because he had a they caught him at a moment and the cameraman was following him around. And he was in his, <laughs> his feelings. Now this disappoints me because Bryson, I was like Glenn told me this weekend. He said Sunday or Saturday when we played uh or whenever we played Raspberry Friday. He's like, hey, y'all got to start putting some respect on Bryce's name, bro. He's, he's crushing these drives. He's in the top fives. He's out here doing a thing. And I said to him, I was like, yeah. I said, you know, he said, he still don't want that smoke from Brooks. I said, but I might have to admit him, like, be like, yeah, this is my guy. And then mm-hmm. he comes out and does this. Don't put the camera on me because, I'm, you know, I'm having a bad day, and I'm going to cry about it when I see it on uh, yeah. Sports <laughs> Center. Like, if he shows up on Sports Center joining the club, he's going to be mad. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, is that, that – and then he uses the word – I mean, and what makes it worse, he uses the word – vulnerable moments yeah like, yeah you're just upset that you hit a bad shot like what's vulnerable about like and and again it's on the heels of the whole bulking up because of brooks kepka and yeah. then the whole well brooks kepka doesn't have a six-pack and this whole obsession like like 
And then he comes here. I don't want the cameraman following me. It's bad for our image and it's bad for our vulnerable <laughs> moments. What are you talking about? He, he seems to, he does seem to have a, a, like there's some sort of inner crisis of confidence going on in there. Yes. Where you don't believe you, where you don't believe in yourself. Yeah. I just want to tell him. He's insecure. In, yeah. 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 That's a faster way to say it. They believe, believe. <laughs> <laughs> Christ of confidence. Believe, believe in yourself, Bryson. Believe in whatever you are, man, because it's not... He's, he's yeah. the big kid in school who the little guy would always pick on, and you sit yeah. there in the classroom like, just punch him. You're bigger right. than him. <laughs> and, he, and, and, and so, like, the cameraman has followed me, and I've made a bad shot, and our vulnerable moments, and why are you following me with the camera? It's like, well, because... Hey, what do you want me to do? I'm here. I'm filming golf. I'm, it's, it's television. And and I think I think the vulnerable moment he's speaking of specifically is him his reaction, him throwing the club in the sand and potentially right. swearing whatever. And I'm like, bro, you're on TV. This makes you're on sports and reactions like that are what make good TV. Uh, yeah. All the all the coaching, uh, all the the coach out um, outburst that we have. I'm a man. I'm 40. You know, <laughs> right. Uh, right. Exactly. Uh, Talk about practice, not the game. Practice. They are who we thought they were. These are way. These are way bigger. Like in history, like you made this a story. Actually, right. you made exactly. You exactly. made because yeah, you throw your club in the sand and cuss. It's like a thing for two seconds and it's gone. And now people are like, "What does this do in his feelings about?" So, so now if I'm the cameraman out there, the next tournament, I'm gonna be <laughs> oh, on. I'm oh on yeah, Bryce. Absolutely. <laughs> look, look, he 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 would get his own personal cameraman for the entire yeah. round. It's not, even, it's not even like it's not even like oh, Sergio. Man. You know, where Sergio goes and he's raking in the grass. You know, it, it, it's not even that. And he's yeah. just it's tame uh, behavior anyway. by it. Yeah, it's like oh, I threw a club and cuss. Okay, cool. Yeah. Anyway, let's get to this ground. This uh, uh, maintenance thing. Uh, this article LB uh, found and crushed the numbers. How much it actually costs to keep your golf courses in good shape? If people who formerly owned Cross Creek or Marlton, uh, any of these DMV <laughs> courses that we've slammed in the past, please listen, because he's going to give you these numbers. Here. It, should, it should help you if, if you then buy another course or choose to reopen these, these courses. Uh, that we and actually, see. I'm sorry, go ahead. The, um, the numbers are actually, uh, so this is on golf.com, and I, uh, I have to attribute this uh, article. It came to us from our uh, Louisville, Louisville correspondent, uh, Rodney Evans, Right. Uh, sent it sent it to me and uh, actually it's pretty it was a pretty interesting read it's not a long article but uh, I'm not going to read it I'm just going to give you some of the highlights um, so I just back a little bit of backstory I asked my wife the other day we were riding in the car and I said well I just want to get an opinion what she thought it would cost to maintain a golf course how much she thought it would take <laughs> in uh, you know in, in just to maintain the course landscaping none of the other stuff but just to maintain the greens and the fairways and stuff before you and, answer, before you give me what she said, what uh, did she think of that question? Um, well, like, what was her reaction? <laughs> oh, so, oh, did she look at me like, "Why are you asking me that?" Yeah, it was uh, like uh, random, like, ah, yeah. you know, or, or she like, hmm, <laughs> you know, what did she think? Like, this, this, this she, she didn't. Right yeah, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't give me any uh, smart talk or anything like that. She just, <laughs> she just, and she actually is a really good. She her estimate was actually right on, right on. I guess, no, you gotta, yeah. I guess you got to know your teammate, Klaus. You've been married to him a long time, so some questions <laughs> yeah, coming out of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she, knew, she knew what she just needed. To, just answer the question. We don't need to <laughs> <much> nonsense. Just, <laughs> so, so, according to the article, depending on the type of course uh, from a, you know, a, uh, a local municipal up to a private golf club can range anywhere from half a million to a million dollars a year just okay. to maintain uh, the grass. Basically, just to cut the grass, keep it growing, 
keep the greens looking nice in the fairways and stuff. Right. And so when I asked my wife this question, she, her, her guess was a million dollars, which she was, like I say, she's pretty much on point. Um, so obviously, according to the article, location, location, location is the, is the key to how much uh, it costs to maintain a, uh, to maintain a course every year. Um, so places that are northern, their cost is less because their their season is shorter as well. So they don't have to make you don't they're only maintaining it for and I put in air quotes maintaining, uh, you know, for a shorter period of time because they have such harsh win- winters or whatever. Right. So, so I did this calculation. And I based it on ninety dollars, um, uh, uh, the price of a round. The, if the round costs ninety dollars, and it costs you. $750,000 to maintain your okay. golf course. And then I broke it down from there. So if you divide that into the 750,000, it comes out to uh, 8,333 rounds per year. You need, and that's, this is, this is what you would need just to cover your maintenance, uh, the, the maintenance of the, of the course, uh, okay. the, the landscaping, uh, which comes out to 694 rounds per month, mm. which comes out to 23 rounds per day. Now, now, just at that number, okay, mm-hmm. 23 rounds per day at $90, whatever that, you know, that math comes out to, that's, that's what it works out to. Hmm. Just, just for reference, when we were at Raspberry Falls on uh, the 3rd, July 3rd, when we were leaving, uh, we were either, at one point I heard the starter talking to, to another customer, and he was talking about how busy they were going to be that day. They had 200, I'm, I'm doing the math right here while, while I, well, I talk. Um, they had, I think he's, I want to say he said 235 uh, players that was going to play that day. And, the, and the, how much was, was it, Vern? 115? Is that uh, what it was? 105. Okay, we well, already put in 110, so we're going with that. <laughs> so that's $25,000, $25,850 wow. that day mm-hmm. um, that they took in just in, in, green, in greens fees. Wow. Oh. Okay. So That's yeah. Great. So um. So when I after I read this article, and you know I had given Joe Hill, you know some some uh, <laughs> I almost say backlip or friend, you know back talk or whatever. Yeah. You yeah, weren't yeah, he's a friend of the show. Give us some but, grief, yeah. Yeah, I was. I mean, when he hit me, hit me with the ninety dollars, and then oh here for another five, you can get some range balls. Um, <laughs> 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 but uh, I mean, in order to make a profit. That's what they got to do. You know what I mean? Right, um, right. You know, so it's not like they, you know, I, I didn't, I hope I didn't make it sound like I felt like he was ripping me off or anything. <laughs> no, you just said, um, I just, I don't understand this price structure. Why is it this way? Right. Yeah, just, yeah. just include, the, just charge me $95 and, and include the range balls, but don't, don't hit me again. And what's named did the same thing too, though. Um, uh, raspberry. It was, did, did that may, maybe this, yes. Oh, now, okay. well, I'm pretty sure he did because I asked, he said, uh, yeah, I added it on. I said, "Yeah, I, I like a you know thing of range ball." He said, "Okay," and I don't, I didn't because of because of the coronavirus, you don't get receipts anymore. At least I no. didn't get one. No, right. I think I think it was included. I think he just gave you those because I paid for my round and uh-huh. signed it, and then was like, "Oh, I need some range ball too." So he was like, oh, "Okay, cool," and he like reached behind the thing and gave me the bag. Okay. And this explains okay. because, and just so you know, like, remember we went to the range, there was like balls everywhere. Everywhere, right. Yeah, so they were like, they were like, them away. yeah, they were like yeah. whole bags sitting out there. Yeah, exactly. Right. So they get, they they get must, okay, they must have been yeah. part of the practice. But, but the yeah. point still stands. I get you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that, those are the numbers. Um, I didn't, you know, I just didn't, I would be curious to see what some of the other numbers are that actually 
um, you know, the other cost that goes into maintaining a, a, a golf course, because you got liquor license and all that kind of yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, as yeah. well. Um, maintaining all those golf carts, you know, that, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of, it's a lot of money that goes into that stuff. And even the courses now, I think Blue Mash is one of them. Uh, we know that uh, LP is doing as well, where they have rented, they've gone out and rented extra golf carts because of the coronavirus so that yeah. everybody can have more yeah, carts and, be, yeah. and separate, they, right, and separate yeah. people out. Right. So, you know, that, uh, you know, like they say, that ain't free either. Right. <laughs> so. right. right, right, right. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, but it's interesting to look at those numbers, man, because I mean, like you say, you look at these prices, but it also shows, I, I just think that if you want a nice golf course and people to come and pay their money, and, and especially starting off, I mean, you know, you watch your price and you understand that the profit's not going to be out of this world at first, you know, because you want to build a reputation, you want to build mm-hmm. a customer base, you want people coming back. And, and, you know, you want to put, you want to invest the money, you know, into a good experience, you know, into, you know, the carts being good with the GPS on them, I would assume. And then with the, with the conditions always being good and great customer service. Right. And, you know, you just eat it, you eat the profit at first and and then you make, I just, I I just assume you make your money over time. Uh, Especially you get people to come in and eat and got a good clubhouse and they, you know, want to sit there and eat afterwards and drink a lot. So. Uh, that's that seems to be where the, where where the money is. Really, really yeah. quickly, I do I do wonder. I'd be curious, and I may look this up when we get done. Is how it compares in the U.S. to Europe? Because my belief is that in like parts of the U.K. and Europe and everything else, they kind of let um they, they're main, I feel like they're maintaining a smaller portion. Mm. Excuse me, of the course, truer to original golf, where it's like uh, we let this run wild, we let that go wild, we get, and we just kind of have to control these fairways and this green, and then that's it. And right, then right, roughly right. just maybe cut and, you know, because some of these park courses get really, really detailed and intricate with like how much landscaping there is, like the trees and all around. And where in Europe, I, in my mind, at least, I have it. Yeah, as like, it does uh, seem like yeah, 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 we just let it be natural. Mm-hmm. And then we just focus on the playable areas. So, well, so even this article, they talk about the money that's spent and the majority of that money is spent on the greens because mm-hmm. that's that's where they uh, I'm, I'm going to read some of this. So we got time. Um, there's a couple little sentences here. It says uh, they say that costs inevitably, uh, if if costs inevitably are going to run so high, uh, there's where's the where's the best place to spend your money, and it is the greens. Okay. Uh, it says they are the most essential element of any course, but because of labor and equipment, they are also the most expensive things to maintain. Even if some of our demands are uh, are a costly waste, firm and fast is the golf standard for greens. It's achieved by mowing, rolling, hand watering the greens to prevent them from burning out. It's time consuming and pricey. And it says, uh, yet every foot of green speed on a step meter, step meter slows uh, play by seven minutes per group, says Adam, Adam Mollier, is the uh, director of USGA Green Selection Education Committee. In other <laughs> words, if, you, if your club has a mantra of playing it round in under four hours and 15 minutes, it should consider easing off the green speeds and savings and, and saving some money. Hmm. Make the green so, slower. People will play quicker, huh? Exactly. Cause yeah, you, well, we know that fast greens <laughs> equal fast greens <laughs> equal three putts or, yeah. or, or, or chips that go on both sides. Off the green. Yeah. Exactly. Chips hit the green and roll off. Yeah. Roll off. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's where they, that's where they spend their money. They talk, they go into more detail about the rough, um, and calculating like when when is it too high and how to keep it cut and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Because they were saying like the, the rough when the rough is over three inches, it slows it slows down the, the pace of play. Oh, which hurts, okay. Which, which, so, yeah, which, okay. which hurts your bottom line. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. There it is, folks. You're not going to yeah. get good golf novels like that anywhere, folks. you got to come to Golf DMV for that. Um, <laughs> we'll get back uh, at it next week, man. We'll see if Bryson DeChambeau can get some therapy and just get his emotions and his mind right. We also got to find out – I'm going to do some research. i got to get a Lucas Glover update to make sure that everything's right with, his, with him and his mom to yeah, make yeah, sure that yeah. his wife isn't beating both of them up. Well, he's, he's, he's making the cut, so I keep, I'm keeping an eye on him. He made the cut today. <laughs> oh, he's still, and, he's still uh, playing. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's still playing, and he's still making money, so – she should. His wife at least should still be, you know, not beating his butt. Yeah. But, you know, or, or trying to fight might, his mother. She, right. She might beat his mama, but she won't beat him because <laughs> he's bringing, he's bringing in the dollars. <laughs> so sad. All right, folks. This is Golf DMV. We'll check up next week. <laughs> Geico asks, "How would you love a chance to save some money on insurance?" Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.